Bow, chicka, wow, wow. We're in the Dutch Hall. We're going to start talking about some porno. I don't want to start like that. Is that too much in the face? Is that just hitting people in the face? That's a smash I say go with it. Yeah? But I'd say go with it. Yeah, we did it already. I guess we can't stop it now. This is how the show started. Porno could be a splash in the face. Yeah, usually when we think of a topic for the show, we never get to it. And then we... uh, It evolves. And we talk about something completely different. This could all be about Disney princesses by the end of it all. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's going to be about porno and what we learned from porno. That's what I hope to bring my friends in the Dutch <laughs> Hall to talk about on this Thursday night. Um, so, I hope you boys did your research. You, uh, I thought back on my childhood days. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, we're going to delve into the dirty world of a dirty porno. But there's only one thing we need to do first. You know what that is, Beaver? That is the theme song. That's right. Welcome everyone live from the Dutch Hall. We are the greatest podcast ever to come out of a pool shed. Just we are. You know what? And I don't mean any offense to the other uh, podcasts to come out of pool sheds out there. They tried. You did your best. You're just not as good as we are. Yeah. It's just, it's not, no shame in it. Wasn't meant to be. You know, maybe you should do it out of uh, uh, something else. Maybe a Quonset hut. Maybe you, you should m- that? move to a different county and try again. Yeah. Give up. Hey, not just that we're not just the best one in a pool shed in the county. You find another pool shed in the world, Beaver. You're right. Yeah, and we're, you're right. I don't think about just the county. You think that's that's not fair? No, to what them. I'm saying is is the the next ones like the the competitors. Oh yeah, they can try in another county. Yeah, and they can maybe say they're the best in their county. They're the, right. I'm giving them a shot. Yeah, and then you build up, and then one day I'm like, I hear you knocking my door. I hear there's a pool shed out there in Listowel. Yeah. You know, and I hear they got something really good going on o- over there. We got to step our game up, you know? Right. That's I would appreciate the competition, to yeah. be honest with you. It's we don't want them too far away. We want the competition to stay close. That's good for business. Yeah. yeah. It, dri- it drives us all to be better, you yeah. know? Because we're all about helping everybody out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying to get a podcast network uh, uh, going because I thought there could be some benefits to that. So I put it out on the Hamilton Comedy Board, um, which... Apparently, uh, the people that, which is a bad idea. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, the comedy board's kind of like an open mic, you know? It's like uh, you can- You can voice anything. Yeah, and anybody can go up and do an open mic, Mm -hmm. you know? And uh, they can all have delusions of what they think they're doing and what they think, you know, where they're going and stuff like that. And some people will get the game, work hard at it, work on their craft, try to prove it, you know? And they get to be pretty good. Some of them are like just crazy homeless people who will <laughs> just know. hate the world and they just want to be heard. Yeah, and they're, a lot of them live in homes. You know, they have computers because they're on this board, or maybe it's a phone or something. But it's a surprise, you know, <laughs> most of the time. Anyway, so it just say I'm just saying that if you're going to like start a venture that's supposed to improve your 
business, if this Dutch hall is a business, um, then you uh, shouldn't just like carpet bomb open mic people t- that don't have podcasts and say, hey, you want to join a network? Yeah. When I, I should go after actual podcasts. Podcasts, yeah. With followings and with uh, that have consistently put out a good product and they know what they're doing and all that stuff. And those people uh, don't so the hang pe- out the on pe- the crazy boards. The petition list wasn't too long then. When you uh, st- there was one great, one great guy um, that that's go- that I'm going to uh, talk to about it. No, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it all takes is one. I don't know if he's going to be uh, if he's going to even agree. It's that good of a show. But he's been a guest on our show too. Oh, really? And a lot of the guy, yeah, yeah, uh, once he's been once on. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll just give him a free plug. It's it's, it's Jimmy England from Back to the Balcony. He has that podcast. You can check that out. He talks about old movies. I was on one. I did Slapshot with him. That sounds like you were on a really good one then. That's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I got. I, p- I picked it. We're, he said 70s movies. What's your favorite 70s movie? And I'm like, well, easy. And, I, and for me, it's the only 70s movie I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's my uh, favorite movie of all time. So it, it, it's made in the 70s. So it's easy pick. Right. Who won the Chiefs? Yeah. Who won the Chiefs? Yeah. Who owns? Owns. <laughs> 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 Alex had a show the other day. You did? <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, I had it wh- when I had that, that trailer in Turkey Point. There was a we had like a little shed beside the trailer, mm-hmm. and I would go out there, and there was like a one um, VHS tape stuck in the like a TV VHS. Oh, all in one. Unit. The combo. Yeah, the combo. Combo with a twelve-inch screen. <clears throat> yeah, and it was just slap shot. Couldn't even get it out. So you just like rewind it and play it again. Johnny says you can only fuck so much. Yeah, you can only fuck so much and drink so much. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of know it. I kind of know it off by heart. I know that one off, like pretty much off by heart. Jo- Johnny's my favorite on the team, by yeah. the way. The captain. I think a lot of people forget that. And uh, Johnny's also like, uh, he's the most like, like normal guy. Like I, I think I knew, like I might have known Johnny, you know. Yeah, and but then, he's a, he's a character you can relate to. Yeah, that's like right? I think. Yeah, I knew those kind of guys that played like they seemed like they played on my dad's, you know, senior A team, you know? right? Or the Rusty Devils or something. I like mm. how pissed off Ned Braden's wife is too through the whole thing. Yeah, Ned Braden's a pussy man. I still don't understand his problem, you know. <laughs> and I don't understand really. That's the end of it. Like how that made everything better. Striptease. Striptease. Yeah. He just it. saying it's a circus or whatever. I get it. I guess. But I, I, you know, you know what's underrated is Paul Newman's performance in that movie, and as Canadians, when you watch Slapshot, um, there's no, um, uh, we don't, we don't even notice he's doing anything, you know, that because was... he's that good at being Canadian, because he he seems like he's one of us. Right. I could be wrong, but that was Bruce Boudreaux's, like that coach mm. Bruce Boudreaux. Oh, that right. was his actual uh, apartment? apartment. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know he was on the Chiefs, right? Like he was one of the like extras on the. Yeah. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that. I think so. And some dude that I I don't know if he still owns it, but in Tilsonburg owned a uh, rental store. Oh yeah, he sharpened skates. The guy that pissed himself in the yeah. uh, against the boards. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce Boudreaux would definitely be an extra though. Like, he's what five foot one, like at, at my height. But I'm he was not a get, hockey player. I'm though. not professionally getting anywhere in the hockey world. You can't go to the East Coast League. I don't I think, think so. I think you could. I think you'd do good in the coast. <laughs> I think so too, Beaver. You think so? I think you're underselling yourself. Yeah. You well, know what, Beef? Chuck them and drink. You got. Them. You got a lot of good things going for you. Oh, thanks, buddy. You know, and you're a natural athlete. Well, I try. I you try. Know, a lot of time, you know, 
uh, I seen you hit a, a golf ball a ton. I think I don't think a lot of people would see that coming from you. No, they don't. Yeah, they so don't. I bet you you put you put you on the ice. It's probably not a lot different. You probably yeah. surprise a lot of people. Yeah. You got to yeah. get a grunt going every now and then. They're buzzing around. I bet you're a Spitfire out there. Honey a bad, little bit. Honey badger. Actually, on the ice, uh, I played goalie my whole life. Me you're too. the ghoulie? I was the ghoulie. Me too. I had a Felix Potvin helmet. This Big explains deal. a lot. I got two goalies. Uh, at that, you're like, a goalie too? Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah. Yeah, goalies are weirdos, eh? We are considered the freaks of the athletic world. Para- you're the drummers of of uh, hockey. Yeah. yeah. Para fuckheads. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I honestly, if you look at the interesting people in hockey who end up being the colorful personalities on TV, it's always the goalies or the fourth liners. Yeah. You know, yeah. like the the character guys. Yeah. Like I, I, especially backup goalies. So <laughs> backup goalies make the best uh, coaches Analy- and stuff too, and analysts, analysts because yeah. they sit there and watch the game all. So time. I got a story for you. So on our in our uh, little beer league soccer league that we had back in the. Man, the last we stopped doing it a couple of years ago, but I was uh, once uh, good old Bongo retired. I took over his spot on our team in net, oh. and uh, uh, the one the 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 last year we played, the one guy uh, he he ran into me like like he huge dirty hit, and uh, put me knocked me right out. But he dislocated my ankle. Woke back up, and my ankle's dislocated. Limped off. Didn't think it was dislocated. Just kind of sore. I ended up, it was a tournament, played the whole weekend with a dislocated ankle because our team started losing because I was not in the net because it's one of those positions where not just anybody's going to jump in there, right? They tried, and uh, I couldn't kick the ball because it was my left ankle, and I kick left, and uh, so I had to, like, like Bozy had to, like, come back, and I'd throw him the ball, and he'd kick it out for me, but I'd still, I remember doing, like, kick saves, like, with with this dislocated ankle and finally on Sunday I couldn't handle the pain uh after the tournament uh we ended up getting I think second or third anyway or third I think I uh went to the hospital and uh they put a cast on my leg all the way past my knee really yeah how old were you then this was like two years ago really like right about around this time like I had to seed greenhouses with a fucking cast on my leg he could have played hockey <laughs> yeah, did you play? You never played hockey. Yeah, I played. I played uh, hockey till grade eight, and then grade nine, my old man was like, "You're gonna need a vehicle soon," and that was when minor hockey was paying for my equipment. Yeah, and they were gonna slowly stop because once you get old enough, they. Uh, so my dad was like, "Yeah, five grand on equipment or five thousand dollar pickup." Yeah, yeah. You so, know what you know what I picked. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Uh, yeah, in that time you were pretty much done with hockey. Right. Anymore. I knew I wasn't going to the NHL. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I think they only let or, you play. Like, is that Bantam or something? And were you in? High I school? think I played Pee Wee. Pee Wee. Pee Wee. It was. Well, I think it's changed now, but I played Pee Wee, and then, and not that I, I wasn't going to Junior D, let alone anywhere else. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't tall enough. I wasn't going to Adam. <laughs> yeah. But like, so. You know, and you know what, my uh, pick, my dad wasn't lying literally about the pickup truck. Five that I got the baggy truck. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He <laughs> gifted me the baggy truck, like the vehicle that no one wanted on the farm. <laughs> that's a that's a shit move on it, your dad's part. To be you know what though? <laughs> Smart move on his part because he's thinking what? this kid's gonna fuck it up. He's gonna wreck it. Did you? I didn't. Uh. I had I had some close scenarios. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it was my next truck that I fully bought. 
that I wrecked. Oh, you fucked that one up. Fucked that one up big time. Launched it off of uh, a cliff, like a, felt like a cliff, but launched it off a hill like 10 seconds from my house, <laughs> being stupid. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was it was not a good scenario. Yeah, I was. I went three times in the ditch before I had my license. Like I had my, <laughs> my beginners, and then that was the, the last time I had problems like that. Thank goodness, maybe a, you know, just out of luck. Though. My brother got pulled over when he was uh, four, fifteen, I think, driving boats on the road. Mm-hmm. He was boat driving, but he was on the road. Yeah, yeah. My dad didn't think anything of it. He's driving from like one farm to the next, so ten minutes away <laughs> on the road. He's fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> and cop starts chasing him, right? He's got a baggy trailer behind him, right? Tobacco. Yeah. We're like, what? He's What's working. going? Yeah, he's working. Leave him alone. So my brother pulls into the field, not where the primers were, but pulls into the field. Ah, eh, cop will leave me alone, right? Oh, he was wrong. Cop yanks him out of the truck, throws him on the hood of the car or the truck, handcuffs him, brings him back to the farm. Cop thought he was gonna like, you know. I'm going to set an example here and your parents are going to scream scream at you for cuz you did something wrong. Well, little did the cop know. Yeah. It was my dad that gave him the job. He's holding yeah. up the holding up the process. Yeah, you're holding up my pro- the process here. You cost me money, yeah. Yeah. So my dad and my mom <laughs> screamed at the cop, shouted at him, but that didn't help. So my brother uh he his license was delayed. His legal license was delayed. Uh, about 8 mo- I think 6 to 8 months. Yeah, that's brutal. That was always my fear because I did a couple risky moves before I had my license because I would like say I was practicing, but then mm-hmm. I would escape out the back of the farm and then yeah. drive a few concessions over to my buddies. And uh, one time we decided we were going to take a trip to Turkey Point and just like that's cool, just see the lake. You yeah, know? because it's a big deal at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing it when I was a kid. You knew you'd get to the top of the hill, you could kind of see the water, you get excited. You, you got to broaden your horizons, right? It's all everything's all new, <laughs> especially if you're driving. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Anyways, I had no idea how freaking far it was. You know, like <laughs> it's it was forever. I kept thinking this is a bad idea. This is a bad idea. You know, and which we had literally went there. I put my foot in the water, got back in the truck, and then got the hell out of and, there. You and know? I bet you every stop sign you got to, you thought someone's gonna fucking get me. Yeah, yeah. Like you're like looking around. There's, every headlights are got to be cops. And it's yeah. like no, no one gives a fuck. And then you found beach. Somebody found beach sand in the truck, and you're busted. Probably. Uh, I, I don't know. One toe in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if my parents uh, ever either. They didn't weren't paying attention. They didn't care. I don't know. Or they b- were bothered by it all crazy, but they didn't know how to talk to me. But I don't know. I don't know what the reality. My parents is. were hawks, man. We had to like climb out the window, up onto the roof, jump off. Like it was a process to sneak out. Oh yeah, we had a we had a way out too. Uh, the I, my brother had the TV antenna right out his window. Uh, Beauty scenario. Oh, good, oh, good pick on the room. Oh, I know, eh? Yeah. We used to sneak outside, have cigarettes at midnight. It was a big deal. Why when you're like your when you're like room? ten. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, sorry, what were you saying, Ken? No, no, no. Just wonder why he's always in his brother's room. Oh yeah, sneaking out, sneaking out. Yeah. And then, you get, and then you get caught halfway out, and it's like, oh, I'm just taking a piss, you know? <laughs> out the window. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're, you've got good clothes on, and you're ready to make a night out of it, you know? Butt hanging out of your mouth. Yeah. I used to sneak in, uh, but I didn't think I had to. I just think I learned how to do it, and I thought it was cooler to do. Oh. Because I think my parents wouldn't have cared if I walked in the back door, you know? Like, I don't think they... But I don't know. Sometimes it was so late, I was like, I don't want to wake anyone up. I would just... Like, right, out of respect. Yeah. Yeah. The front... The f- like there was like a screen porch to get in. I knew I could climb up uh, on the window there, and then I, there was like a 
a light post, pull yourself up, and then you could push open the window you're in. When you're when you're younger, you knew where every nook, cranny, crack, creek in yeah. your house. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it it was a process to get in your house because everybody's farmhouse's floorboards were creaking and cracking and. Oh yeah. yeah, you knew exactly which step to avoid, you know, yeah, and all yeah. that stuff, so you don't wake them up. You're doing a four-step jump because <laughs> you know the next three are bad. <laughs> yeah, those ones are all creaky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we ended up. Uh, um, oh, I forget it. I don't know. I forgot it. Well, that's right. I forgot it. That's you, right. Well, that means that we just have to do something different. Uh, yeah, I think we should go to a segment we call feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Welcome everybody to Feedback. We got feedback. This week's segment is brought to you as always by our friends at Amazon. If you'd like to go to live from the live from the Dutch Hall's website, live from the Dutch Hall.com. And you click on our Amazon banner, you do your shopping, and some of that money is going to come back and help our show. And we're working on getting our videos set up uh, going, and uh, some of that money would help. So please do that. And um, since the whole world is buying Amazon, yeah, give the guy a break and click on the old Dutch Hall link. Yeah, it's not a big deal, is it's it? It's not a big Dave? deal. Yeah. And also, this week's show is brought to you by Nate's Lawn Care. Nate's Lawn Care, if, especially if you're in the uh, Haldeman and Norfolk areas, please give Nate's Lawn Care a call for snow removal, fall maintenance, lawn cutting, um, any of your lawn care maintenance needs. Give them a call at, I can't see this because my eyes give are Give you a shut. nice trim. Um, it says... Give them a call at 519-420-1277 or 226-931-2971. And that's Nate's Lawn Care. That's it. Give them, give them a call. Get your cut lawn your lawn. Cut. Come on. Get your lawn cut. What's the big deal? Springtime's coming. Let's do this. Yeah, and actually, in order for him to get that plug, he had to give us a piece of... He'll, Feed, feedback. He'll uh, he'll uh, he'll uh, remove the snow out of your driveway, and then in the spring he'll come back with the fan rake <laughs> and rake all the gravel out of the grass, put it right back in the driveway for you. There you go. Yeah, whatever, whatever you need, just call the guy. Circle of life. That's circle cool. of life. Anyways, the what he said for uh, feedback. Oh, I think he said. Uh, um also could you put more of paul in the program thanks he likes paul and uh everyone likes paul paul's got a real good presence on the show but paul's a sleepy boy and he can't stay up this late it's very difficult for him he's got a heavy reno going i, oh, miss, yeah. I miss hearing him too he's got a heavy, heavy renovation going i contributed temporarily one day did you i have to go in and check it out yeah. I, I know it's a big deal he's really i, w- I went to the depths of hell under the house Oh yeah, yeah. You got uh, yeah. sent in like I, I, me. I got sent in. It's a tight space. Paul, they sent he, they sent him in because Paul's too big to fit under his house. And right? he's he's not lying because it was a. T- I don't know how he got in the first time. He said he got in there. It was I was shoulder like claustrophobic, shoulder tight. 
and then the ground's wet and the floorboards are like inches from your face and there's a sea of cobwebs uh, it was ask, yeah is there a cobweb or two down there oh we had a broom in front of us creating a tunnel of open space like it was one of those additions on a house where there was no basement underneath but we had to get underneath that space to do some plumbing and electrical work and uh but i was happy to help paul's good dude you gotta help him out yeah you do yeah. when a friend asks for help you gotta help him. oh the guy's doing a solid for me right now he's creating a uh a glorious basement for me right now. Oh, yeah. How's that coming in? Is it looking good? Uh, we're on the paint process. Ooh, you're yeah. in the tail end. Tail end. Wow. The last 10% is heavy. It's feel You feel like the first 90 is... Oh, the first yeah. 90s e- are funner than the last 10. Yeah, it's all that finishing stuff, that finicky yeah. trim and all that. Yeah. And every you're waiting for this guy, waiting for that guy, waiting for this part, that part. Pand- yeah. Pandemic, pandemic, fuck, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so every week we ask people if they are listening to our program and they like us to give us a piece of feedback. And uh, a lot of times people do it. They go to live from the Dutch all They go to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that shit. And they look, they find us and they send us feedback. And one of our, I don't know if one of our uh, shareholders and uh, longtime super fans Jen Husko, she sent us a piece of feedback recently. And this was in the time where we were telling everybody to uh, tell us what they liked about the show, you know? Yeah. So she says, hey, Pete, welcome back. I've been waiting for some more content and wondering where you've been. I get it. Uh, Sorry I didn't uh, give feedback. I was distracted by COVID. I love the show, especially... Uh, just some chat and laughs with the crew, and I, uh, I love a good road trip story. Yeah, don't we all? Mm. Eh? Wouldn't it be nice to have a new one? That's the thing. I can't wait to go on a road trip so I can have a story to tell. Yeah, we're trumped right now. We got. We just gotta stick to the barracks of Norfolk County. I gotta tell you, I went to a grocery store. Was yeah. That nice? End of the trip. <laughs> I did a comedy show last night and I was real happy about it, I'll tell you that. That's a big deal right now, being able to go out and broaden your Yeah, and it was safe. See, see people. Yeah, I felt safe the whole time. There's people were separated well enough. Everyone was wearing masks when they weren't eating and drinking and the, the comics were behind some fucking fish tank plexiglass frame that hung in front of our faces and we used uh microphone condoms like nice. little covers on the mics so that uh you one person would take the one off. You put your own condom on. Did you have to do a nice pole wipe before when you got up there? Uh, <laughs> no, but the uh, host was. The host uh, was was doing pole wipes like a stripper yeah, between yeah. acts. Yeah. Did you squeeze the tip of your condom before you put it on? Or uh, yes, of Good. course. Yeah. I'm not a rookie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have that thing burst. <laughs> <laughs> Be COVID juice everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So no, so it was pretty good, except for the. Um, audience <laughs> no the audience was okay but there's one table with just a real cock i was telling kevin earlier before the show like he comes in and they come in midway through the show and as they're coming in in the middle of a comic telling his jokes like he's in the middle of his act which and, is the worst and these guys are coming in like and they're just talking while the show's going on and the and they're the one guy finishes the comic's joke or no 
the comic finished his joke and he gave his own punchline and then said, I'm way funnier than you. Oh. Before he ever even sat down. Those people, I for how long comedy's been going on, those type of people in, in, in the industry have been told, stay away from our industry. We don't need you people here. Like you, you know, it's so disappointing because they they were ex- they they were excited for the night out. They said they specifically saw that there was a comedy show like on Facebook, and they were coming out to see it. They were seemingly excited as they came in, and the all he did was wreck it. Yeah, like and that. the whole time, and then the the comics were like, "It's an open mic, so it's not like you know, it's it's not like uh, scripted or anything." It's not the best show, you know, it's, no. it's in the world, but there's um, like every comic's being kind of mean to this guy after a while because he's being such a cock. And I, I said, because I was the last one to go up, I said, I'm not going to, excuse me, I'm not going to bug this guy. I'm going to um, do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. Yeah, and, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to end up bugging him. And I'll be nice to him, you know? And I thought I could get him that way. Anyways, I. I, I tell my first joke or whatever, and I can see that the, him and the girl beside him, and they're like, got something going on, right? And uh, so I'm like, are you guys uh, dating, or are you married, or going out, or what? what's the deal with you guys? No, we don't we, we don't even know each other, is what he says, right? <laughs> and I'm like... And uh, you're at the same table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, this guy's being a fucking dick, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, um, I just go, really, you guys aren't t- together? And he goes, uh, what do you think? And then I go, well, I think you're being a fucking dick. You know, like you're not telling me the tr- truth. I think you guys are fucking, and I think you're just lying to me for no reason. Yeah. And then he goes, um, he goes, uh, we're not. That was th- the best way to put him on the spot. And then he goes, well, he asked me what I thought. Yeah. Uh, I thought I had to answer it, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, then he goes, uh, he goes, well, well, uh, you're wrong or whatever. And then I go, you're not fucking. And he goes, no. And I go. Because the people behind goes like it's out of the cat's out of the bag now. That's what the people at the table said. So like they're obviously fucking cell. He's still denying it to me. So I right. go, oh, you're not fucking then. Okay, I I get it. Incel. I go, you're an in- incel. That makes more sense. Oh, this is the best. I like your <laughs> style here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that was it for it. But he he he, he stayed quiet after that. That was the that was that was the best. That was like you you. It was like a simple. Fuck you. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, incel's the worst thing if. That you can call a person. Yeah, you want to talk or don't you, buddy? <laughs> Give yeah. me your chance. Yeah, yeah. It's such a mean thing to say. Now, to here's somebody. a question, Pete. Like, I think, like in your mind, in it when you're doing a show, one person can sneak into the show quietly, and no one will know, and into yeah. the abyss of nothing, and everything goes on. And it won't lock your eyes as hard. But when a table shows up halfway through, like you're talking about set ending, no? No, I think most of the time, especially in a show like that, you're actually excited to see people. Oh, okay. Right? So, like, uh, the a table's coming in. You're willing to, like, pause your joke because you're like, oh, there's a chance there may be more people to make laugh, you know? You respect the fact that they made the effort to come. Yeah, I, I, you always do. And then a lot of times if people are being polite when they're coming in, you know, like, then they're, you know, they're not trying to disrupt the show. When they want, don't want to be the butt of the joke or they want to quietly just enjoy. Yeah. And uh, at this particular show last night, the the bartender was very aggressive at, at like trying to fill orders, which is usually a good thing at a bar because that's how they make money. Right. <laughs> but uh, at a comedy show, uh, so it sometimes can be distracting if they're constantly talking about the menu and a constantly like uh, 
They don't uh, know the asking system. Asking if you're okay and stuff like that instead of, like, maybe figure out a system where you just flag me down if you need a drink, yeah. you know? They don't understand the system of comedy. Yeah. They're not, it's, not a, it's not a club, you know. It's just some bar that lets you do comedy in it. So then uh, it's different if it's not, you know, it's different, you know? Yeah, like at a con or if a music was being performed, it's uh, a music scenario is scripted. It's designed. The show is planned to play. And, and it can be background noise too. Ba- right, and like a, a host or a, a waitress can go up and talk to anybody, and it won't ruin anything. Whereas comedy is all about every second counts, and every second can change. I think no. Um. So like any distractions, yeah, could yeah. could be detrimental. Yeah. To the to yeah. the situation, like in a real comedy club, it should be that um, the bills come out when the host is up right and then when the headliner goes up um there's a you would negotiate how many times they could even go to the tables usually they're served by that point and they're just going to let them ride out the show for the headliner yeah and they're usually take care of business while the host is up there and uh in in a real in a real show okay so you guys have that normally have that plan beforehand Oh, well, and a good host will also look at seeing, like, if a table's getting up to leave or something. Right. They'll be able to say, like, okay, that, that guy's settling his bill up. I'm going to wait till that commotion's done before I bring the next guy up or whatever. Yeah, because I always thought that you were a great host when you when you, when you you did your big events at the church. Oh, thanks, yeah. I, 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 I It makes a big difference. I, I learned, I, I, I try to learn from a lot of good hosts, like, I've when I see a good host, I always pay attention to what they're doing. And you were able to make the, the people listen because you want them to listen. Yeah, yeah. And you, But you also want them to get what they need. Like, you know, hey, this is a smoking and drinking community. Okay, guys, you know, hey, you need something, you yeah. know. And then you it was a quick bit, and then you did your thing. Yeah, we don't, like in small towns, an intermission works, but in the cities, an intermission doesn't work. You got to no. keep her going, right? <clears throat> yeah, because they'll leave, and then there's so much else to do. But in a small town, this is what there is to do. They've came to do this. So they're going to go out and have a smoke and chat for a bit, and they're going to come back and be more ready to do the second half. More ready. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That was key. And you and you know people. Like, in yeah. a small town, people know each other. They get, In a big city, you might not know anybody in that room. Yeah, yeah. that's right. You're, you're just doing it for the show. And, and in the small town, you are going to – you want a time to chat. So if you have to sit there for, like, an hour and a half – Without chatting to the person that's sitting next to you that you asked if they wanted to come out with you for the night, you know? It's just going to be a show, right. show fucker eventually if you don't Somebody's going to end up just sitting there and talking to their friend as soon as they get bored of the comedy, right? Yeah. Right, so you 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 adapted to the crowd. Yeah, I think that works works good in small towns. And, and the comics w- would argue with me saying, don't do, don't do an intermission, don't do an intermission. It's a killer. It kills shows. And I'm like, it, uh, not here. It'll what work. if somebody's stinking? That's a good time to do an intermission, isn't it? Yeah. Reset or no? Or do you need uh, a build back up first? I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. Like, uh, for me, a good show is doesn't have 100 comics on it. It's, like, only got, like, a few, right? I'm not going to lie. Um, at your shows, Pete, uh, there was never, like you're saying, the, there was never a time where it sucked. Yeah, they, like every one of your so- shows. Well, I, those are books rocked. Yeah, but those are yeah, and they were book shows for for that purpose. Like they were booked. Like I was trying to put good lineups together because I liked those guys. I thought they're funny, and and um, that's how I want to book shows. Like really, uh, because 
I want to sell tickets. Yeah. So you want to give people something to that's going to be worth paying your money for, right? And good comics motivate good comics. Yeah. And you got to pay, pay sometimes you got to pay people too. Like that's the thing everybody wants to get like wants to get a bunch of stuff for nothing and think they're going to that'll equal the show, but then they put up a bunch of junk yeah. and they torture the audience for 60% of the show and give them one good comic at the end, you know? Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> I I also think too, uh, Pete. You're good at you. Uh, you and the people you work with are good at uh, red lighting somebody if you have to. Oh yeah, that that's like uh, that's something I miss. Like it used to be like, uh, yeah, the open mics where they would like uh, give you the light because you're stinking. You know, um, that I really liked seeing that. I don't have seen that in a long time. <laughs> you like seeing a red glow on somebody's face on the stage? <laughs> oh, I like when everyone's flashing their phones and seeing like, get the fuck off. And then like, people are getting real mad. The like, yeah. comics are angry. How long has that guy been up there? Oh, you've seen that before? Like someone take their cell phone out of their pocket and click the light on it? <laughs> oh, oh, that's what they. That's how they usually do the light. It's oh. just their, their cell phone flashlight in the back okay. of the room. The, oh. the host waves it at you and says like, get the fuck off. Uh, or... or it's an it's a it's a, a time that you've arranged like you say like can you light me at like i got 10 minutes to do mm. can you light me at eight minutes and then i know i got a two minute joke to end it with and just 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 so people don't get in that gaze of oh sh- they've oh uh, I'll, they'll, they'll run it on too long yeah they don't know how to time themselves time right? themselves because the, that's the most important thing i think is that if you're going to be especially if you're going to try to be a professional you can't blow the light and if I know I was at that Dan Brandon was at the show with me last night and he said he called me a perennial light blower and uh, what's that mean it means that I go over the light it, <laughs> it doesn't mean I suck the lights dick Kevin <laughs> it means that I that means that when they give you the light saying that your time's up yeah that I go long way past that oh because um I'll I I um especially when I was early in my career because I was traveling so far and stuff like that, if they gave me an inch, I took a mile as far as time went. Like, <laughs> yeah, why not? Cause You're, like, I'm here. Yeah, I'm like, I made the trip. I'm not going to sit here and do five minutes. I'll do seven. You yeah, know? no then, matter uh, what. Yeah, so I squeeze it. But then when I would go do, if I was trying to showcase somewhere, I'd want to hit five right on the button, you know? Like, I was, I'd was, i be particular about, like, giving them five minutes because if I'm hired to do five minutes, I want to show them I can do five minutes. You know, if I'm hired to do 20, I'll do 20, you know? Oh, right? okay. And that's kind of like if they say, I love it when they say, like, take your time, like, just ha- stretch your legs out there and do somewhere between like 30 and 40 or something. Then really? Like, well, then you can be like, oh, you know, then the pressure's off. Right. You, you can play with the crowd. Yeah. You can, you can like, um, um, like, you can venture off, try new shit. Yeah. You can kind of take, uh, take your time with it, you know? So if the crowd is into something, you can, creativity can you evolve can sit in it a bit yeah you know? the creativity can evolve not mm-hmm. not make you can't you don't have to force it so yeah. when you, you first started were you just like like we winded like speed speeding your way through it when you first started yeah and still if they give you a tight time that you have to do like sit if you go into the city and you got to do uh, five minutes or something like you do have to kind of speed through your jokes you know and i know that i know a girl she she's from london and she does she moved to LA and was doing comedy there and they only give you three minutes. And then, uh, so she says, is that like an amateur time kind of thing? Like you're starting at, 
Like when if you're gonna get a spot at the comedy store yeah. in, in LA, they'll give you three minutes. Jesus, that's like, tight. At as one a, in the morning. When you're until you're like past or whatever, and then they'll give you better time. But yeah, usually it's gonna be late and whatever. You gotta show you can do it, right? Mm-hmm. But three minutes, like even um, like three minutes, you think that's so limiting. But she said it made her way better because it. She took like because here we'd the, she goes the, uh, we would do ten minutes. And then in those 10 minutes, she took the same 10 minutes and made it into three minutes. So she, she and uh, she matured the, her jokes. Yeah, like, she made her jokes really tight, yeah. tight and, yeah. pu- and punch, you know. Yeah. Instead of creating the jokes, she, she, yeah, she evolved the joke in a hurry. Yeah, and that's what kind of, New York's like that too. I think you do three minutes in New York, but you can do like eight sets in a night. So when, when I was in New York and we went to... Uh, I like mean, a I ate, but. basement comedy place like cellar what yeah yeah we went to like one of those they were selling tickets on the street and me and my wife were like oh fuck we're going because that going there we we're like we're going to see comedy and we were thinking oh we're going into like there's going to be a lot of people in this place well we go into this fucking bar that's the size of the pool shed and there is um me and my wife and four other tourist couples no locals, no nothing, and uh, they let them go for like ten minutes. What? Let them go for ten minutes? Yeah. Really? Yeah. There was, but uh, well, the host stayed on. He did his five minute thing, and then oh, they were good comics though. Yeah. It was a showcase. Yeah. It was that. That was like when I went to the comedy store, and I and we saw like the in the big room, the all the big names came out, and it, they were all doing ten minutes. And it was like the biggest names in comedy doing te- one after another after another, you know, working stuff out. Sometimes, yeah, like uh, you could tell uh, some, yeah, like some, some jokes were more polished than others. Like, right. Like, um, people were all at different stages of the jokes that they were working on, but right. you could see some people were really just playing with the crowd. Some people were doing more polished stuff, but they're all pretty funny. Hmm. But yeah, and then uh, but the it's more the open mics and the amateur like when you're trying to get in, break yeah. in, you got to do the short sets. Okay. Because they don't want to put you up there if you stink. Like fucking ten minutes of a of a guy, it sucks. It feels like an hour. Oh man, that, yeah, it feels like forever, man. Mm. It's brutal. Yeah. Hey, hey, Pete, you got uh, over on the old board there. Yeah, yeah. You got uh, one line I see there. It says. Uh, what does that say over there? It said uh, what I learned from porn. Yeah, well, that's after f- that's after feedback. We didn't even finish reading Jen's message. Oh, we didn't. No. Oh shit. It says uh, she was saying that she likes uh, my eyes suck, man. I need my glasses. I like it when the comics talk shop. Hey, that's what we were just doing. Yeah. Oh, just it says I love the old bits. Yeah, and it says I love the old bits. Uh. Example, the Brobot Musk commercial was gold. Oh, Brobot Musk. I forgot about that. It says, I love musical guests, and the and the nocturnal emissions always impress me. Oh, you can read it, too. Yeah, they're so good. We know that. They are great. Yeah, but they're broken up. Yeah. Uh, somehow, the new episode you just made did not come up. Oh, that's just technical stuff, Jen. We won't get into it. You know who else gave us a piece of feedback? We got one more. I got two up here, and we get them. We'll get it done. Uh, the other piece we got is from uh, Bailey Adcock. B 
Bailey said, I love the comedian interviews, special guests, and any show where you incorporate some sort of game. And of course, I'm a huge fan of the music. Excited to see what you guys come up with in with this season. And that's from Bailey. So thank you to everyone. Bailey's that, super fan, isn't she? Yeah, she's super fan too. She's right up at the top yeah. there. It's about time we start naming another Diamond Club member. We do not. Ha- we only have one person in the Diamond Club so far. I haven't created the uh, logo. It's been low on the priority list. <laughs> uh, Lori Ball's been just the lonely Diamond Club lonely member. Lonely Diamond. And uh, if I had to name another Diamond Club member, these two girls would be, definitely be yeah, in, in the running. You know, it's a short list, but it's actually not that short. I have a file where I <laughs> where I wrote down everybody's name that I could think of that has listened like that listens to the show or has communicated or whatever it's like uh it's probably like around 550 names and uh and uh i think we should pull one out just pull it pull one out of like a hat and then just facebook creep them (laughs) yeah that's what i think we should do once a week and then we can get to know like listeners that maybe just like fall no you can't do follow on facebook if you do follow that means that they don't want to publicly acknowledge that they like you. Why don't we call it creep? But if you if they like our page, then I can creep them. Yeah. Right? Publicly. So like our page, we'll creep you. Because you're you're openly saying yeah, like, you're openly saying I like you, you I'm hoping you like me. Let's get to know each other. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just you're part of our Dutch Hall group, so we're gonna like creep you and we're gonna look at your pictures. Yeah, why yeah. not? That's not and it, it could be a dude, it could be and we're not gonna judge you. No. We're not gonna judge you. No. We promise not to judge not you. Not in two thousand twenty one. I don't judge. No, I don't either. You know what I do? I just observe. I, I observe and, and reflect. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I do sometimes? I rejoice. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's the only things I do. Yeah. <laughs> rejoice. Yeah. Rejoice. Mm, I like that song. Um so that's it for feedback, everyone. You know what to do. Give us an email live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com, and we will talk to you next week. Yeah, Pete, I didn't mean to uh, rain on the old feedback parade. No, no, but you got us back on track. It also got us to finish that segment up, you know? Yeah. And by the way, I owe you one of these. You said one, and I've missed it. Anyway, so uh, our topic is about uh, pornography and what we learned from porn. And uh, I learned a lot of lessons from porn. I realized uh, that uh, porn has taught me a lot of things. Because I am not a worldly man. The the world down under. You know, I, I have... Ooh. What? Well played. Yeah. <laughs> I think that... Uh, uh, yeah, because I've only... Like, I've been with my wife since I've been 16, so I have very little uh, uh, experience with the ladies. So sometimes I just like to give uh, the old interweb a boo, just check out what's going on with the world of... Uh, just just s- to see what's current. Yeah, what's going on in the world yeah. of sex, you know? Because I'm not a part of that world, you know? And so I, I thought uh, we would uh, talk a little bit about pornography. And also because it's a pandemic, a lot of people have to turn to uh, just their vices, you know, to help cope with the, the, the stresses of the pandemic. And there's, a, of, there's a heavy use of pornography right now, I think. Yeah, so I think a lot of people are using a lot of porn right now. And I think a lot of people are saying this is topical. And uh, so they're going to appreciate some of the uh, things that we've observed. And there's going to be other people that d- they just don't have the time or the stomach to watch pornography. And I'm like, uh, for those people, I'm just going to tell you the lessons I learned and uh, save you the trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Doing a service. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't, I, when I was a kid, I, uh, you know, I was Catholic, right? So then um, 
you're made to feel ashamed of uh, of doing it. Of, yeah, you're of, not allowed to think anything. Yeah, you're not supposed to uh, look at pornography, and you're not supposed to whack off and stuff like that. You're not supposed to have a woman stay over. You're not supposed <laughs> to enjoy the woman staying over. You're not supposed to tell your grandparents about it. Yeah, can't do it in her bum. No, I think I don't know if that's true. You uh, can't. Uh, you're you. You can't live with another. Yeah. Exactly. There's a lot of rules. A lot of rules. A lot of shame, rules. too. A lot of shame. Like, if you jerk off when you're a Catholic kid, you uh, go to confession and you tell a priest about it, you yeah. know? And Sometimes. Maybe doing that. And, and then that's what makes him do that. And then, yeah. yeah it's a it's a vicious circle. Vicious right? circle. <laughs> and so, <laughs> it really doesn't work. It really doesn't work. But, but our generations went through a major, major culture change because the new generation hit, like, you know, and... The old in days were slowly just olden days. They don't mean you mean technology, not just technology, but like just ways of living. Like way, like way like 2021 living would would be in a whole lot of shit if they lived in in 2000 in 1995. Like oh. 1995 in the church's li- eyes, in in world's eyes. Oh, I think you think so. I don't know. I think that. Uh that um i don't know if it's really the you think that you mean on on like what's acceptable what's freedom of thought and speech oh I you see, think there's I, more or less now there's more not speech not speech but i know what he's thinking like as far as what you'd see in a porno movie in 1995 compared oh. to 2020 yeah oh a porno boom yeah yeah because now there's no there's no like industry it's just like open to everyone it's just open but what i'm saying is is what was also what was socially and publicly accepted well yeah i think there's a lot more there's a lot more young people that think it's okay to which let's to, like masturbate online is that what you think right and we're talking about? let's all be honest it's the same as it was then it's just we all had to be quiet about it oh, yeah. there's more access to it now too right yeah 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 um, I heard. Yeah, it's I don't think there's, there's much of a stigma with young people. Like if they they have dirty stuff online, I don't think it stigmatizes them as much. As well, used to. the fact that technology also has gone up. You know, back in the day, we were waiting for the old dial-up to kick in, <laughs> or mm. or a magazine. Yeah, or a magazine oh, even yeah. further. Magazine, yeah. Yeah, we were talking. I I had the uh, I use a Chatelaine, um underwear ads. There. Sears catalog. Sears yeah. catalog. Sears catalog. The old bra section. Right from right from toys to bras. Yeah, <laughs> or the other way, whichever. Or way. the other way, yeah, yeah. whichever way. Yeah. And then, it, do you remember when uh, you had used to uh, masturbate with your imagination? You ever do that? <laughs> <laughs> or two D? <laughs> What's that? Or, oh, like a picture, <laughs> like a magazine. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a, that was still a nice treat when you, you when you find your dad's porno mags. You know, that was a nice at least it's something. You know, versus your imagination, because like. It grows old after a while. Right. <laughs> How much can you imagine? It needs refreshed. Yeah. You Especially need the magazines to help your imagination, truly. Yeah, yeah. And then I, if you don't have any experience, there's nothing to imagine, you know? Right. You're just, it's just a guess. And then I ended up, uh, I had like a couple girlfriends and I meet Jane. She's ended up being my wife, you know? Then if I think back on my old experiences, now I'm imagining, you know, like finger banging a 15-year-old. <laughs> Right, that's not what you want to do as an adult. No, right. So I can't no. imagine anymore. No, I stop imagining. It brings the shame back. Right, shame. Yeah. yeah, 
It was the last time, but I was I was also 15, you know? It's okay. Yeah. Anyways, it uh, sounds worse when it's coming out of 47. <laughs> Maybe you should have led with when I was 15. I was 15, <laughs> yeah. yes. That's the thing. That's going to be taken out of context. <laughs> Way heavy yeah, out of context. You want to say you're 48 years old imagining that crap. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, we know. We, me and Kevin know you, Pete. So we know we know you're you're on the right track here. Yeah, you know I, uh, you know sometimes you just can't get a you know kids are just sometimes kids are just get a little horny you know they don't even need um, they don't even need like imagination you know like um, I remember my friend Chad from high school he was uh, he was like he said tells a story he was a boy he would climb a tree you know and he would like as he was climbing the tree shimmying up the tree and it's rubbing his dick you know up the tree. Shimmy. he's getting excited yeah so he's getting a boner and then doing it so then he he's on this big branch and he just starts fucking he's rubbing against the branch you try to help the tree yeah and his uh, brother catches him and uh goes in and tells his mom oh his mom comes out and uh makes chad get out of the tree and go to his room <laughs> when he's in the uh, tree pray hail mary's Oh my God! Go to the room and pray Hail Marys until you don't want to do that anymore. And uh, Chad goes in his room. You can you know? still see the tree. <laughs> no, he starts oh. praying his Hail Marys. It's like uh, you know, thinking about Hail Mary, full of grace, you know, and all that stuff. The fruit of her wounds. He's like mm, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, Holy Mary, Mother of God, Chad's fucking the bedspread. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! And Mother gets that tree cut down the next day. <laughs> <laughs> She's cutting down the sh- bed sheets too the next day because they're standing up on their own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't do it. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, and now I'm an older man. You know, I, I'm, there's not as much. Uh, I kind of feel a little ashamed about doing, you know, watching pornography and like masturbating at my age. You know, do you feel shame about it, Kev? No, you don't feel it at all. No, nah, I do. It's a little bit less, like. Mm, this, more of a job this. than it is. Should I still be doing this? Is it really good in the long run? Do I need this energy for something? You got to look at it as you got to look at it as prostate health. Yeah, is it? If you don't keep using it, you lose it. Okay, I got another. If you, uh, if you like, um, I think it's like you're an athlete. You're just in training, <laughs> just making sure everything. That's all you're doing. Yeah, yeah making sure way. the the works is is in order. You're yeah. just giving them routine maintenance. Yeah. I think it relieves the PSI. Sometimes it has to be done. There's no question about it. You're like somebody's gonna get their get killed if I don't go in there and just you know flog it, it off. Changes the whole mindset of life, right? Yeah, helps your focus, helps your concentration. Yeah, it it makes me happy. Yeah, I enjoy when the stuff comes out. That's, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so I think we've discussed. We've you're doing the right thing. Yeah. So anyways, this is what I I'm gonna name some of the topics that I learned in pornography. Mm-hmm. Okay, one thing I learned is that um, Americans uh, love incest, it seems. I, I, if I, you are from a mixed family, if you are from like, a, what do they call that when you, when a, two yeah, divorces? Like, like, if you have like a stepmom, like the Brady's, yeah. would, that, the Brady yeah. Bunch, that would have been a... Yeah, if the Brady Bunch was real, everybody would be fucking everybody and... Incest. And, and like the mom would, would fuck the... The sons and the the stepdad would fuck the stepdaughters. Like everybody fuck everybody in in today's porno world. Yeah, that's how it works. And in fact, if you uh, try to find just a regular uh, a person, like a couple, having like 
just a boy and a girl having sex, you know, like a man and a woman, I should say, it's not a boy and a girl, mm-hmm. a man and a woman having sex, you know, you want that, you put it in your search engine, man and woman having sex, you know, you put that in the search of the porn thing, comes up all fucking that stuff, stepdad, stepsister, stepbrother, everything. They're big on the old step, eh? And these guys, they're not kidding anybody. Some of them aren't related at all. No, <laughs> it's just a topic. <laughs> it's just a topic for the head it's of a the kink, movie. It's a kink thing, right? So yeah, I, I'm just, that's what? But <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen some of those people. That one girl's a real estate agent and a, a stepsister to a lot of different brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I, estate, I just think a black brother and an Hispanic brother. Real estate's popular too. Yeah, real estate is popular. Buying a house in the States is a different experience. I, I that's a, that is the one that I see a lot. Well, and you, and the, if the porn industry is looking for relatable material and they're using that topic as a relatable material, clearly there's something wrong going on in the states. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's it seems like it's a, it would be a good place to go visit. I I have noticed though that mixed families are really good looking people. That's yeah, true. I also know I also learned that um, if you're like a like a black guy that works on a resort. You got a pretty sweet fucking job. <laughs> you got a heavy chance of picking up a lot. You're going to be banging, a, a, but you have to be, you have to worry about banging some girl while there's some fucking leering cuck in the corner, eh? Just <laughs> smoking a cigarette, crying, you know? Yeah. <laughs> With his legs crossed and just, yeah, he's just enjoying. And it used to be if you were uh, in the delivery business, whether it be food or whatever, you had a pretty sweet gig in the porn industry. Yeah, yeah. Delivery guys used to be getting all. Now it seems like it is the uh, the uh, resort workers a lot, and um, that and you know how I got got learned that piece of information. You know what search engine search was uh, a husband and wife having sex. Oh, you know like a cuckold, a wife like what like hot wife fucking or whatever. You know, right? And it's just fucking black dudes fucking their somebody's guys wife. somebody's hot wife. Yeah, yeah. It's that's all it ever. That's all it ever is. It, it's it's very rarely just the couple that I'm looking for. It, I had to go. You have to go through incest or cuckolding in order to just get uh, the regular sift through it to find some regular stuff. You know. What I wonder is what's going to be in like fucking ten, twenty years. Virtual <laughs> like, reality. Like they're yeah. are they're already they're already doing like like you know disgusting things. To to f- tickle people's fancies, you know what I mean? Like in the porn industry, like they're having a like when you're pissing on people and yeah, fucking, you're pushing the envelope. You're pushing the envelope heavy, you know. Yeah, the butt thing really now is just not a big deal anymore. It's just kind of taboo, normal. You ever seen any bestiality? That's disturbing. No, I have not. You ever seen it? Uh, I saw some at a young age. I saw some. <laughs> that would have been a eye opener. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> it was very much so. And uh there's some scenes I'll never unsee. Was the animal held against his will? Well, I'll tell you, when the boy was have when the boy animal had sex with the girl animal, it looked like the boy animal was uh, a consenting party in the in the thing. Mm-hmm. And uh when the girl animal was getting banged by a man, like a human man. That oh, looked no. like that. That is a different story. Oh, it does no. not seem like it's uh, the the, the animals, not a consenting party. It knows something's wrong. Might but it, but that being said, if you if you watch two animals fuck, the 
the the woman never looks like she's a consenting party in it. Like two tigers. (laughs) (laughs) You imagine being the man in the other scenario, and you get recognized for that on the street. For being, uh, yeah, for like you're the donkey fucker or whatever was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. uh, that would be great. It was a pig. The guy. I only (laughs) saw one guy. The rest of them were all girls. Thank goodness. But one guy banged a pig. But this one big pig banged a girl on a couch. And it was, and I remember, I don't know, I was a young, I was a kid, but I think I remember it's dick being curly like it's tail. That's what I remember. <laughs> I and I also remember a girl jerking off a horse into this big condom and then like pouring the horse jizz all over. Oh. oh, wow. I've never seen anything like that. Jesus. Swear, swear. It seemed very German. <laughs> <laughs> it did. And it was just, it was crazy. That was in the time of the big dish. Nothing would uh, be filtered day. Eh? So things, everything would just come through and it'd be like, the dark web you know? <laughs> it was <laughs> anyways yeah i saw that one time but i don't know how people get into that shit no that's fucking disturbing yeah you don't want to watch that Mm-mm. and, it, and uh yeah you want to you want to go to another thing i learned what's uh, that uh, what's that porno? enlighten yeah. me uh you know university and college libraries oh they're used more than for just reading books There's a lot lot of girls in those little uh, study areas just like fucking just shoving objects. Dildos down them? Yeah. Squirting onto the. So you don't know no no black lights in libraries in universities in the States. Yeah, I would say if you did a black light in a library in the the States, uh, there'd be just jizz all over it. (laughs) Eh? (laughs) Gross seats. And girl jizz, whatever that is. Yeah, would that show up on a black light? I don't know. Would squirt juice? That would would piss, because that's all it is. <laughs> is it? I don't know, but I think so. You'd think by now they would have had that down, but it kind of went away. I don't know. I should do a whole show on squirting one time. I, I got a guy. I think I'll bring in a guy that seems to... Me and him have arguments all the time about it. Like a doctor of some kind, or just no. someone that's self-proclaimed? Expert? To know. It's a dude that is known to the show... But I don't know if he wants me to say that he fingers girls and makes them squirt. Uh, so I can't tell you who it is. But uh, he might. So I'll ask him if he'll come in and do it. <laughs> because uh, I'll, I'd like to know like, if he says he can do it and how he does it. And then like, uh, if it's full of shit or not. Do they have to drink a lot of water? Or, or is it just like, can you just do it on well, an empty bladder, you know? Drinking a lot of water is just filling your bladder up. So, and what you're saying is you're just you're pissing. Then, so if he says no, can we get one of those effects? You know, like you know they use on crime shows that makes the guy's voice all deep and. Oh yeah, if he says no, yeah, can we? uh, I suppose so. I just have to figure it out. Well, his voice mask, like a RoboCop voice kind of thing, a voice masker thing. Yeah, Yeah. can put an effect on it somehow. It's tough hearing them on TV though. Like it's you really got to pay attention. Yeah, what if we did? Um, we could do we could do it like higher, like a kid, like it's like a higher voice to sound like a child. Or you could just trick them and just hit record on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, I, I think I could probably trick this guy. Yeah, I just trick them. I don't think this guy's gonna care. To be yeah. honest with you, I think he he'd be pretty proud of it. Because we have no shame, and we don't. That entails us not caring, what, you know. When people yeah. don't want well, to be known, be um, it's no not judgment. like you're saying names. You just it's just a voice, right? Right. There'd be no judgment. No, none at all. Oh, I don't. We don't judge. Yes. 
I uh, this this guy's hard not to judge. Right? He's <laughs> <laughs> um, he also talked about how he like um, it's he, the criteria. How he like uh, uh, like choked a girl on the street. What to like show her like like uh, like how do you do that sexually? I would judge that person. Yeah, then, uh, I would judge that person. Yeah, but he shows the girls. The girl sends him. Um, Oh, the like messages she, after that saying that she's super into this shit and she's, oh, like the dominatrix shit. Yeah, like that's the thing. Is what do like, they call that on porn? Uh, B what? BD BSD or something? BDSM. Yeah. yeah. Bondage sadomasochism. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Uh, yeah, that's a. Uh, that's not my style. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, Do I'm not a, whip me. Because uh, don't step on my balls with high heels. Yeah. Please. I don't yeah. I don't share well, which means I don't share well with nothing. <laughs> yeah. I don't wanna I don't want anything involved <laughs> of anything, any kind. I don't need black eyes and No. <laughs> yeah, I don't even like when people are like if a girl isn't uh is like mean to me, mm-hmm. I don't get a boner. Like I'm like turned off. Like I, I don't I don't even want her being like uh mean to me at all. Like it's yeah, not gonna it, like it, I would be like this is rude. Yeah. Somebody spitting in your face. Yeah, I don't want. Yeah. I, I don't want her spitting in my face. I don't want her like uh, talking about other guys that she's fucked and how bi- much bigger their dicks are. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, I got a funny story. I seen this video this other day. This guy was. This lady was in like a Walmart, and uh, she's walking around with her husband, and she had a dog collar or a dog leash in her hand, and then all of a sudden the, the couple separated, and he had a fucking collar around his neck. Really? Yeah. In public? In public. She was returning items. Hmm. With this guy on a leash. And he was, I'm guessing it was a couple thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. But that's it's like fucking flo- whatever weird. Float, whatever floats your boat, I'm just saying, it yeah. doesn't float mine, so I can't, it's hard to understand, you know? Like, even what kind of woman would like, a, like, are they turned on by the guy being submissive? Right, how? Like, I don't know, Is because you think that there would be... Like I don't want to be labeled as a fucking pussy. Like, well, that's the thing. But like, I, 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 I can only go by my like my wife, right? Like my wife, I would she probably wouldn't like that because she married me, right? And I'm not gonna fucking do that. No, we're on the. So s- then it makes sense that she we're on does, sa- She likes men that are gonna act like men, you know? Yeah, you're on the same level. Like you're a man, she's a woman. Like there's no one over the other. Like, what if you had a spiky collar? No. Uh. No, like you're talking like like kiss. Okay, I got Spiky, one. For, like I got, kiss band <laughs> yeah, spikes. Yeah, like that's more. Like eh. you. It's still not. Cool. I'm still now. How this is one for you? Diaper. You wear the diaper, and she changes your diaper. Do you have to use the diaper? Yeah, you shit in your own diaper, and then she changes. That's the diaper. a thing. Yeah, there's a. It's like a baby fetish, right? That's wrong. Yeah, but the that one, the girl likes to take care of the guy, and the guy gets the girl to wipe. His ass, like he's oh, making her like that. God. That's not really a, a, a. You're not really a sub in that. You're kind of the dominant because you're getting your ass wiped. Like when I'm taking it, when I'm in the bathroom, I want to be left alone. Yeah, I want to have. I want to read articles on my phone, <laughs> and just be left alone. Yeah, you <laughs> like, don't want. You don't want the convenience of being able to walk down the street and just take a dump while you're walking. No, and... I. I don't know how my kid does it. Like he comes to me right away, and like he wants to be changed right away. And he's yeah, he's and he's sixty eighteen. Hold on, I got this number wrong last time. 
He's 18 years old. No, he's oh. 16. He's he's uh, 21 months. 21 uh, months. Oh, okay. Months. Oh, months. Months. Yeah, yeah, I would question your parenting a little bit if he was 18. Dude, I'm 35. <laughs> I would have been striking it early. Well, that that I'm proud of you for, but kid's still in the diaper at 18. Yeah, that's that's wrong. a cha- that's a challenge. That's a cha- yeah. There's no fixing that. No, no he's probably got problems. That's when, he's uh, like, when he like, comes up to you and says, "Dad, I need you to change me." Yeah playing his day but my little guy he just like if he don't like it i like what do you think an adult should not like it like i i need i can't do that Especially i had a babysit a uh uh like he was like an eight or eight or nine year old kid with special needs and he uh i had to change his diaper jesus christ That's rough. oh that would be a life-changing experience oh it was brutal, man. Oh, <laughs> I would pass the buck on. That I still one. see him in town. I can. I still. What? S- he's a grown up now. He's like bald and stuff. Like he's a grown up person. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. I tell my kids when I see him in town, I'm like, I changed that that grown man's diaper. Yeah. <laughs> and but he was like only ten at the time, but still, it's uh, or eight or whatever it was. But it was old enough to have a shit that smells like uh, <laughs> Taco alcohol. Bell. Yeah. <laughs> alcohol. Yeah. You know, it was it was uh it was brutal, man. Man, yeah. I was smoking cigarettes at nine. He's getting his diaper changed. Yeah, he was. He, but he had. He was. He was a developmental. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Like we like. And I by said the way, earlier, I'm but, like probably like at the time I'm like twelve or thirteen. Oh, and you're changing them. Yeah, we I'm took all... a babysitter course together. Oh yeah, you took that too. I think we took it at the same time, dude. Three yeah, years. Yeah, the Wa- Lions Club in Waterford. Three yeah. years younger than you. That would be yeah. That'd be a little difficult. Yeah, it wasn't much younger than me. Like he's this guy's like forty five now. He's like, says, <laughs> <laughs> is that funny? Memories. Yeah, terrible. It didn't. Z- <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Who to trust? Like, that's a big responsibility. I must have been a good kid. Oh, we took the course, man. Yeah, we took the course. Yeah. It was the only way I could make some cash. Yeah. And cash then there was a few a few houses that I babysat for where I'd be rummaging through the homeowner's porn. Nice. Stash, you know? You'd find the odd one? Oh, yeah. Well, the kids are sleeping. You got nothing to do. You just start rummaging through cupboards until <laughs> you find stuff. Come home. <laughs> <laughs> Magazines stuck together. Yeah, that's what you just you just leave all the pages stuck together. Yeah. You ever? What's your first thought when you seen when you found toys? Good old scratch of the head, like mm, I wonder what these are used for. <laughs> no, I knew, I I knew by that time, uh, they went in your vagina. Uh, but <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, it's something that uh, I don't know. I can't even remember it. I they probably would block it out. I would never. Uh, I remember finding a couple in, in different places, and normally it just kind of, I just kind of like, uh, uh, like pointed out to whoever I'm with, and then <laughs> go, ooh, ooh <laughs> look what we found. No, a girl likes it in her vagina, but yeah, it's it's like uh, someone finding like my hand. <laughs> 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 It'd be similar to that. And they're like, I know what you're doing that. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I have two of them. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I take the twins out. Anyway, anything else you guys learned from uh, porno before we uh, before we go? I think we've been been long, been an hour, haven't we? About? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, about. I, think so. Um, I did want to say one thing. Um, I was thinking about starting a fake Tinder account, like just uh, I like this idea. Just to like, s- just to see what kind of girls I could get, and then uh, show my wife like these are the girls that agreed to fuck me 
Like, is that what Tinder is? I'm not sure if it is. Well, Tinder, there's also uh, a good old Bumble. Can you, is it one of them, like, Bumble is to fuck? A Bumble is, uh, the woman has to engage. Oh, Bumble would be better then. So. But she's saying I'm hot and you're interested. So right. I, So I would just go on a Bumble account, set it up. I'm not going to date anybody, you know, but I'm just going to put my picture out there and stuff in a profile and then uh, see what kind of class of woman I'm getting interested in. Yeah. See, I, Pete, I got, I, I got, a, I got a couple buddies that are, uh, are, uh, heavy uh what we'd call charlie sheens what does that mean they have tiger blood well they're they're living they're no they're <laughs> no no that's a little far they're living living oh, like you know uh you know off days and confused when he's like yeah i'm getting older but they're staying the same age oh, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. that kind of you know they're they're uh they're still living like we, oh, would, like, we yeah. were living in college yeah i got a buddy like that that's my. Yeah. That's still like that. And uh, you know. every time they come over, I get excited because I want to hear their stories, right? And right now is the big Bumble thing, and I'm like, you know, how's it going with pandemic Bumble? And they're and uh, buddy of mine's like, yeah, it's kind of tough, kind of tough. Uh, he's like, uh, we had to go on a walk, we had to do a social distance walking uh, down a trail, you know, go for, go for a coffee, vehicle to vehicle. I'm like, this has got to be tough, like. How do you physically, like, the whole dating world has now changed because you can't just get invited into, there's no one-night stands anymore. You got to, like. You got to kind of commit to them. Well, it's like a two-week, three-week, like, chatting ordeal, and then it's a meeting ordeal, and then it's, uh, okay, we've been talking this long. Like, can it work into us? Can I, and you got to be careful, right, because the pandemic thing, some people are very, do you have sex with a mask on and like doggy style? Well, I don't know, but like you know, it's it's a it, <laughs> hazmat suit with a cutter. the trust thing is big, right? Yeah, I don't know. I'm so, glad I don't have to worry about. It. But there's a lot of people in relationships right now that as soon as they get vaccinated, they're fucking gone. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But or, like, or as soon I've, as it's over, you know, they're just like saying, "I need the steady right uh, pussy right now." And then it's but I feel sore. Okay. I feel horrible for them because they're trying. They're trying their best to be social and get out there and meet women like my buddies and uh it's difficult because they're genuinely trying to commit to a a conversation a situation yada 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 but they have to now go get creative like there's there's no going out to dinner like we just got back into restaurants now it seems like such a waste of time like now like what you thought before was a job now is a career (laughs) before the career you know (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah, I guess. Uh, oh shit! What? Are that was a sidebar. Sorry. Oh, yeah, Tinder. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want. I don't want to like get these girls. By the way. No, 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 no. I just want to just... be able to show my wife what I could get, so that it just in case she gets lippy. No. Oh. Open a grinder one too. Oh yeah. What's grinder? It's dudes. It's a gay one. It's like a gay Tinder grinder. Oh. Yeah. Show your wife you have lots of options. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably get more guys than girls. Do you think or not? I don't know. We should get a bet going. Ooh, that's a good one. Am I more attractive to men or women? Than yeah. You have to put it out there. Just and just swipe one way on it, every single scenario. Right. For a certain amount of time, like say. Oh, can't I be choosy? Like I don't want to get like a ugly dude. Even. <laughs> you yeah. you you want the confidence that a, a good looking male would want you? No, yes, no, I have but... to. No, you're right though. In order to do it scientifically, I'd have to swipe on everybody on everybody. both. 
apps, like on the male app and the female app. And then turn down nobody. It's got to be random, yeah. Well, I I'm always But you got to no, work for the Bumble one, then I don't have to do anything. I just see what comes in. No, then... but you still got to swipe. Oh, I do. You still swipe. The only difference is is you can't say Tinder, you it's just the problem with Tinder is is that my buddies have told me that half of them are scams or fake people. Oh. Like the robots. Oh. And then and then three quarters of the time of me it works out to nothing. Oh. Whereas Bumble is like you're legitimately the woman has to pursue like so it's as safe as it gets. It's you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, it beats fucking your stepsister. Right? Yeah, cuz that's wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. Mhm. That's that is. Wrong. I do like I do I think that'd be a whole episode right there, Pete. What's that? Bumble? The Pete's Bumble. Peeps, Pete Swipes, Swipes right, right, yeah. right there. Yeah, we could do it. I mean, uh, but you need to do it ahead of time and then wait a certain amount of period yeah, of time. Yeah, because it's got to be a whole study. It's got to be. You got to do like a month <laughs> science yeah. project. Yeah, it's got to be a month. It'll be a, a month. A month project on the show. We could do it because my buddy and it's said better it, than the than me throwing it in my wife's face too. Yeah, because that's kind of mean. Yeah, spirit. let's just turn it into a study. Yeah, because my buddy said it takes time. Like it, you could be waiting a week to hear from they right. if they. They got a hum. Oh, the odd woman's got a hum. Buddy, yeah. Your buddy's not Pete Van Dyke. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Anyways, guys, that's our show for this week. Pete's got to pee out his kidney stone. So if you'd like to give us a piece of a feedback, oh no, we got feedback. Wait, I can't do my closing. Motherfucking feedback. We got to do that again. If you'd like to give us a piece of feedback. And uh, live from the Dutch gmail.com or Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. And other than that, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. I can hear him. <laughs>